Hi, and welcome to the Confident Woman Podcast. I'm Rachel. And I'm Erin. And we're here to keep it real, raw, and what it means to be the confident woman. All right, ladies, we have a special guest with us today. So buckle up, because I feel like it's going to be a very high energy, a lot of fun. We have Leah Valencia Key with us. And gosh, just reading through all her accolades, it's kind of overwhelming, but she seems so down to earth and humble. So we're going to love doing this. But, you know, humble beginnings started off homeless, living in a homeless shelter with her family and her mom. And, you know, for most people, the story ends there, but not Leah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She goes on to, you know, really get her bachelor's, master's, doing beauty, all that kind of fun stuff to now has a jewelry line that's in 100 million homes was in Oprah's magazine favorites of 2020, which that brings some sunshine to 2020 when Oprah is like, hey. (laughs) And um, even shared stages with a lot of people we look up to, Ed Milet, Brendan Burchard, Dean Graciosi, Tony Robbins, which is, you know, a favorite of of mine and Rachel. So so sharing those stages. So so going from sharing a stage with Tony Robbins to hanging out with me and Rachel on the podcast. So we are humbled and grateful and excited that you are taking time to hang out with us today. Yes. Thank you so much. Oh my gosh. And and right before we started, I was just telling Aaron, you know, I'd met Leah on a different platform. We were both guest speakers on and I just following up with her radiant energy. And I hope that our listeners can feel that and we're seeing her. And it's just like, if we had met in real life, oh my gosh, we'd be zinging off the walls that we like, we love that high vibe. And this is something that we absolutely love and we want to share with our audience. And just hopefully you listeners can really just take this in and feel everything that she has to convey because her message is so powerful. Everything that she is doing is just incredible for, for women and just, you know, everybody around the world, just knowing that it doesn't, mm-hmm. your circumstances don't define you. So I'm excited. So I, I know like, I'm kind of just like, where do we begin? So I just want to know where, Leah, where are we beginning with this? First, I start with, yay! <laughs> That's my favorite word ever. I'm, I'm honored to be here. Thank you, thank you, thank you both for your loving words. I'd love to go with you everywhere. It sounds like, who is she? <laughs> yes. <laughs> So Start fun. anywhere you'd like. I, I'm an open book. What? I'm honored that every heart that will listen and is listening. Uh, my prayer is that I is shine just maybe a little bit of light in your life and to inspire you that wherever level you are, you don't have to be at the rough end of my journey. You could be in the middle where you're persevering towards your dreams. You could be at the highlight reel where you're living life like it's golden. I love my journey because I represent all those aspects. And in all those aspects, there's greatness, there's joy, there's life, there's light, and there's blessings that we can share with others. So absolutely. I love it. Let's Let's start at the beginning because I think like, you know, a lot of people decide, you know, like you obviously had very humble beginnings being in a homeless shelter. Li- li- yeah. I don't know how long you lived there, but it seemed like you're, you're, you mentioned that your mother kind of inspired you to not stay there, that that's okay. So yeah, I remember reading what she had you wear sparkly earrings. So you felt good <laughs> and shy. Yeah, I love, I love starting there, Aaron, because it, it lets you know, like, life, wherever you are, your story doesn't have to be my story, but I know life happens with yeah. everyone. If you're breathing, some life has happened. <laughs> yeah. And and um, my life started in darkness. I, I love to be honest with that. And what I mean by darkness is 
I was born in the most impoverished area of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. So I was born in um, a capsule of you won't make it <laughs> society yeah. where there's uh, poverty, there's trash filling the street, drugs on every corner. As a young woman, the odds of you having six babies and not knowing why at a teenage is higher than most, right? And yeah. so from there, it got worse because my mother broke her leg and she could no longer work to even afford that a little apartment in that rough neighborhood. So then we were moved to a homeless shelter because we were locked out of our apartment. And at that time, I was young, around third grade. I love giving age perspective because mm -hmm. it starts to understand how stuff hits early. And there's seeds that, whether we recognize it or not, your younger years define who you are. Right. And I love that. And, and it could be the rough parts define you to be a perseverer or the rough parts define you to be a victim or succumb to your environment. Well, the beauty was my mother, I self-diagnosed, she passed really early, uh, but I self-diagnosed her, I'm not a doctor, that she was paralyzed by fear. And so she physically couldn't break out of the society stereotypes of what they said she was as a single mother, African-American woman in the inner pocket. So she was bound by these stereotypes. But the beauty of her was she had it in her brain and she spoke it to her children. Mm. So even in the homeless shelter, I remember the first time we landed in the first woman's homeless shelter, it's riddled with mothers, with babies. We're on cot stacked next to each other. Mothers have nothing, crying and moaning. And she looks down at us. And I didn't get it at that young age, but now I understand. She said, your predicament does not determine your destiny. And that is power. Yeah. I, I love the power of words because even when you can't physically do it, like at that moment, she couldn't physically shake off what was happening in her, but she knew that power that this doesn't have to define my children's destiny. Right. And she spoke that into our hearts. And I think we stayed in the homeless shelter maybe two or three years. I try to black the tragedies out. Yeah. Um, but I was around fifth grade when we were still in the homeless shelter. And I was succumbing to my environment. As a young person, even now, you see it, you generally do it, mm -hmm. right? Like I see negativity, I become negativity. So I was failing in school and all these just negative things. And I remember this was the light to me that truly that my mother did that clicked on for me. I was walking into the homeless shelter and she stopped me. And she asked me two questions. Do you want to be a leader, Leah? Or do you want to be a follower? Mm -hmm. And that's real random. <laughs> from school and being hit with that random yeah. question in fifth grade. My, my, uh, so I'm looking at her like crazy. And she continues and she says, because right now, Leah, you're following. You're following everything you see around you. And guess what, Leah? You're going to become all the negativity, all the sorrow, everything you see that you're doing, you will become if you're a follower. Mm -hmm. Or Leah, you can choose to lead. You can choose to lead your life. Love stopping there because she didn't tell me to be a leader of any. She told me to be a leader of myself, which is really powerful that we yeah. 
I'd love for us to grab a hold of. We take on all these society influences and we're actually following what is being told to us. But at some moment you can stop and say, this is my life as young as you are, as old as you are. And I'm going to lead my life with ever godly whispers inside me. And she said, choose the light within you. Choose your predicament. Choose your destiny. And then she left. She said, okay, so so now you choose. She didn't argue with me. She didn't beat none of that. She left the choice in my hand. And at fifth grade, I'm grateful that I got it. Like immediately, I don't even understand. I think that's a godly thing because at young, that's not even a thing to process. But I was like, wow, like I don't have to follow all these things I see. You can tell me that I can actually see beyond this, be a visionary, be a dreamer, and, and, and then go for it. So the next day, I just went back to school and asked my teacher for help. How do I get my grades up? How do I join after school activities? And, and I was choosing and choosing and choosing. And I found that I wasn't choosing these tangible things. I was actually choosing life. Mm-hmm. I was choosing light. I was choosing joy. I was choosing my own destiny. And, and, and it just continues from there. Oh, wow. I'm like already feeling your mother's words speaking to me too, because it's it's so powerful. And you know, you're right. You know, when you're like, you know, eight, 10 years old, it's like, you don't really think of these things. You don't even have the cognitive, you know, connection between the two. But to know, like you said, I mean, it was like divine intervention and like God Mm -hmm. spoke it to you because it's almost like your mother foresaw your future before you did at such a young age. You said this, what you're doing today is not going to get you to where you want to be starting tomorrow, five years, 10 years, and so on down the road. And, and, you know, even at women, you know, our age now, like a much older, you know, we're not kids anymore. We have that power to choose. We have the power to choose everything in our lives. And if we're choosing something that's not, you know, for the betterment of where we want to be, we have to stop and think about that. And it's so powerful. Your mother is so right on. And I love, I love the story because that's so inspiring, right? Like it's empowering to know that that doesn't have to be it, right? And and you're, you're exactly like the living proof. And it's, and it's just, it's, it's a beautiful testament to, you know, the power of, of our decisions. And knowing yeah. that we're not stuck and defined by what happened to us. And to know, I mean, not we're all, what happened to us today, like even today, you know, I like, we make mistakes. Mm-hmm. And a lot of us get bound by our mistakes. A lot of us get bound by, let's say society doesn't do it. Let's say your predicament doesn't do it. Let's say you did it, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah. You made the mistake. That's still okay. You again get to lead your life. Choose your life, decide your next move, decide your next course of direction. And and you choose if you want to live in the mistake, live in the bondage or break through it and find what the, I love calling a godly whisper. We know, maybe we can't see it clearly, but God whispers these things in our hearts mm-hmm. and they keep coming back to us. And for some reason, Sometimes we say, oh, no, I'm not good enough. Oh, I can't. I don't even know how to spell. That's that was, that's my story all the time. Like, I can't write that big letter. I don't even know how to write. <laughs> you know, and, and so you're telling yourself, but God is telling you what is for you. And so I ask you to listen to that um, unreasonable godly whisper that you probably are like, no, not me. And still just walk in it. And when you walk toward this thing that seems not doable, when you walk toward this, 
mission, a purpose that seems bigger than you could ever think to be done, God will start laying out the small things to allow you to accomplish it. God's going to, I call them earth angels. God's going to send you an earth angel that sweeps in and shows you how to write the letter. But but you've got to be walking toward it, you know? Yes, 100%. And that's exactly what we were saying earlier too. You know, say yes to everything. Say yes to yes. whatever lights you up and you figure it out as you go. And so if we let that, you know, our our limitations define us because, you know, for example, your, your spelling, you would never have written a letter. You would never have ever actually stepped out, right? And we see this in our in our lives in so many different parallels. And it's at what point do we say, you know, I'm sick of that story. I don't want it to define me anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't, I may mm-hmm. not be able to spell, but I can learn to spell. I may not exactly. know how to start this business, but I can learn to start this business. And everything that's just, this is really speaking to me, speaking to our audience, but I would love to know how this really pivoted into, you know, your career and just inspiring women to just really own themselves as well. And how you kind of got out of that. And let's go on from, from grade, grade five and let's speed it up. Yeah. I'm totally engrossed in the story. I'm leaning into, you know, my mother is the center of my life story. So you'll keep hearing her. Uh, So as I'm choosing, like I'm, I'm the first and only person in my family to get a degree and the only person to go to college in my neighborhood. And, and I'm just choosing, and I'm finding this thing is wonderful. <laughs> like it's hard, but it's wonderful. But, and then I realized, oh, okay. So if I could choose these norms that society says is good, like go to college, da, 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 right. I can choose, like I was just talking about what's in my heart to do. And I realized that creativity is my joy. It is, it, it, it makes me alive. You get your full Leah when I'm creating. <laughs> and so I decided I had this master's degree in education. And I was like, oh, this is great, but I'm dulling, my life's dulling. So I'm going to go back and I'm going to follow creativity and I'm going to get my cosmetology license. Because I realized, like, I could, I love to paint. And I was like, oh, I could, like, paint faces and do makeup and I could create on air. Like, oh, my God, that's amazing. And my mother, before she passed, saw this transition of me. And right before she passed, she stopped me and she said, we love when she stopped you, right? Yeah. <laughs> and I love when my mother would stop me. And I love when my grandmother would say, Leah Valencia Key, she would... Whenever she would say all three of my names, first, last, and middle, it was a serious moment. You need to listen in, like, zoom in. So uh, so my mother stopped me, and before she passed, she said, wow, Leah, you are radiant. You are light. And she said, you, you have this light inside of you. And she gave me these earrings, and that's what you were speaking of, Erin. Mm-hmm. And she gave me these little earrings, and she said, always wear your earrings. Because they represent the greatness of radiant light inside of you. Even when you're not sure where the light is, look at them and let them be the symbol and reminder that you've come this far so you have that much more light to radiate. Uh And I just thought that was such a wonderful visual because I guess, you know, if I get emotional, maybe she knew she was leaving, right? And she knew that there wouldn't be this voice to help trigger in <laughs> to choose yeah. your light. But but you need something, 
you need something as a reminder and it can't be a human all the time because humans can't be with you, but it can be a beautiful sparkling piece of earrings. And that moment started my affectionate passion and affinity to the connection of wearable pieces that remind you and inspire you that greatness is possible. So even when that human is not there, you look at them. And so I personally just start sketching jewelry. It was not a business thing. Yeah. Let's be clear. I was still young, didn't even really know about, I'm just coming out of the projects and homeless shelter. I didn't even know how to start a business. I thought that was for other people, right? Uh, But I just love sketching because I was a self-proclaimed and still am a self-proclaimed artist. So I just sketch jewelry and what it symbolized, like I would take it as a hobby, like how does um, perseverance look in a piece of jewelry? What does prosperity look like? And I would just sketch it. And I have a sketchbook full of these. And that was my hobby. And then I found that creativity was my joy. So I, of course, I need finances. So I'm like, oh, creativity. I can make money doing hair and makeup. That'll unleash my creativity and I can still live. And so I went on that quest with a master's degree. I got my cosmetology license and then got my teachers in cosmetology license because the last thing my mother told me, don't be a quitter. (laughs) So whatever you do, you finish it to completion, like college. I was like, mm, not really a fan of college, but she was like, oh, that's great. Finish it. Because you never want to start something and say, oh, I started that. You want to say, yes, I finished that. And now I'm moving on to something different. And that's been a powerful thing because my true nature is a quitter. I'm like, no, nah, I'm over that. <laughs> but then I get my mother's spirit. And I'm like, no, finish it. So I start cosmetology. I finish it to the end to get a teacher's license. But I knew that I didn't want to work in a salon. I had to work in a salon to learn. So I found myself with a master's degree sweeping floors and Mm -hmm. salon floors. I love to tell that story because it teaches you, whoever's listening, sometimes you got to go down to come up. Mm -hmm. Meaning in the world, you would think with a master's degree, I should be making a nice salary. That's what I thought. Not necessarily true. Um, Mm -hmm. But I decided that my dream was now this way, an opposite direction. So what do I need to do to get to that direction? Is it sweeping floors? Absolutely. I'll humble myself and sweep someone's floor so I can learn. So I learned all of this greatness and I triggered myself. I knew I didn't want to be a salon stylist. So my next statement to anyone is know what you want clearly. Like, don't kind of flounder through life like, oh, I think this is great. I kind of like hair and makeup. I kind of like, no, decide what you want to be. I want to be a hair and makeup artist on a TV set. Mm-hmm. That's defining your dreams. So because when you define them so clearly, you can start a path to walk toward them. Right. And sometimes you got to do things to know what you don't like. So I'm learning in the salon, but I knew I wanted to work in a consistent working industry. I wasn't waiting on clients. And then I found about QVC. QVC is a 24-hour network of 24-hour selling. And mind you, I didn't think about my jewelry at all. I was thinking, my goodness, I could do hair and makeup 24 (laughs) hours a day. Like, how cool (laughs) is that? You know what I mean? Like, what? So. Five years it took me. I decided on that dream, targeted. When I decide, I target. Like, that's what I'm going to do. QVC is it. 
targeted, it took me, I'm going to say four to five years to actually get into QVC. When I got my license, I applied, they sent my application, my qualifications, no thank you. Mm-hmm. I even went out to the uh, studio one day before it was so secure, it's really secure now. Um, and I'm like, okay, this is it. I like telling this story because we always, you hear about no's. Everybody talks about don't let no's not be your deterrent. And this is my, uh, my whole life is allowing these no's or these disappointments to fuel me, not kill me, right? So there's, there's two ways you can perceive. You can let your predicament destroy you or you can let your predicament fuel you. So I went up to QVC and I'm like, this is it. And this is when CDs were around, right? Remember CDs? All my portfolio, and it was horrible. All my work was horrible. But I had all my images on a CD and I'm like, I'm going to give it to the salon manager and they're going to hire me. So I give it, I come up and the security says, do you know someone here? (laughs) And I'm like, no, but I have my CD. I just want to give it in. He's like, no, ma'am, you actually shouldn't be on this premise. You have to turn around now. (laughs) So I'm leaving and I'm weeping. And what I know to be true, I'm crying my my human self, right? Disappointed, broken. Again, another no from the same place, not from different places, but from the same place. That's a hard no, right? Yeah, right. No's from different places, right? Because they just don't get it. But the same place telling you no, you got (laughs) to get it in your heart to know that it's true for you. So now this was an in-person no. And I'm crying, broken. But in my inner spirit, I tell you that inner whisper again spoke to me so clear. I call it God was like, Leah, you are going to walk through those doors one day. And as a matter of fact, you're going to walk past that same man. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, okay, right? Right. So I keep pursuing, I get to bartending and let the, the sum of this story is speak your dreams into the world. Yeah. Because what I define, what I knew, what I found to be true is dreams need wings to fly. If you're thinking these thoughts in your head, they only circle with you. But if you speak them out to everyone that you know, not in an expectation tone, Not like, I want to tell you this so you can help me. Just speaking them out to get them out into the world, it gives your dreams the wings to fly. So I would tell everybody, I would be in the supermarket. If you said two or three words to me, the next probably sentence is, yeah, I'm trying to be a a QVC hair makeup artist. Like that's how random it would be. So (laughs) I was bartending, trying to make ends meet. And it's only one person at the bar and it's a gentleman. And he's talking. He tells me what he we, he does. And then I randomly bust out, I want to be a QVC hair and makeup artist. <laughs> and he's like, okay. He was like, actually, I know a friend who works there. Let me see what I can do. I'm thinking, sure. <laughs> um, the day later, he his sweet friend texts me. She does not know me from, from anything. She says, hey, I heard you're interested in QVC. Here's the email address. Here's the late, the manager, salon manager's name, number, contact, and tell them that I referred you. What? <laughs> Only God. Yeah. But if you hadn't spoke that into the world, it wasn't necessarily because I told that person I had been telling mm-hmm. everyone. And then God triggers the person that's supposed to bless you. 
Mm-hmm. Not you, right? So you don't say it so people like they'll hear it and do it. God knows the one. So that's the way I got an interview for QVC. Um, that moment I was ready. So when those are happening, even when it's from the same person, it means keep learning, keep growing, keep developing. Because as I was getting those, I'm still sweeping floors and I'm learning blowouts on all different hair yeah. textures. I'm learning, learning, learning. By the time I got to the interview, I was ready for everything they asked me to test on. Five years later, I knew none of that. Five years prior to that, I had not, I knew none of that. So it would have really been a no. So when I got into QVC, it was a yes, finally. And that's when my life, again, I say the second round of life was changed because now I call it human Disney. I walk into this oasis of dreams where people are making dreams happen. Business owners are dreaming and they're on air, putting their dreams to the world. Hosts are taking people's dreams and flying them out to other people. And I'm styling these people and I'm soaking this life up. And two hearts, there are so many hearts that bless me. So I call them earth angels that are in my life that bless me. But I like to call out two, Vicky Sai from Tatcha Skincare and Jamie Kern Lima from It Cosmetics. These two wonderful women saw and found my heart. Actually, Jackie Fennin, which is Jamie's friend, saw my heart and then connected me to Jamie. But these women saw me and they didn't see my talent. So I want to say, like, don't look for perfection in your life. Who are you as a person? That's so powerful. If you want to work on anything, work on your spirit, work on your energy, work on how you're radiating in the world. How are people feeling when they come around you? That will take you better than any business knowledge you ever know, better than any product you can ever develop. And these women, I say three women saw my light and they took me under their wing and they showed me an open doors that I didn't even know were doors. They took a hairstylist into board meetings. They took a hairstylist into press meetings where we're never at. Like, you know what I mean? Like they took me around the world And as I saw watching them have a passion and create these products out of love, and I found that when you have something to give, whether it's in the form of skincare or makeup, but it's infused with love in the hands of the receiver, it's literally life-changing. And that's when I knew that I've been sketching these jewelry pieces that represent that life is possible to keep radiating as a hobby, but it actually was a gift that I needed to give to the world. Because what I really saw was I would style, I would do the hair, makeup, and the last thing before they went on a big TV show or on a big press meeting is, what earrings am I going to wear? What necklace? What what, what bracelet? Like, it was the seal of confidence. It was, y'all can't go with me on this, but what can I bring with me? And it brought me right back to my mother's words. It was so beautiful. And I knew I had to jump. And that's when I jumped and started uh, Valencia Key Jewelry and had no clue of what a jewelry business looked like or even how to start it. But Google is your friend. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. This is chills. This is great. You're telling me a story. I've got chills all over my body. We're both leaning in. I know. I'm like, I'm tearing up. I'm like, this is great. Yes. Oh, my goodness. And, And everything about it is so true, right? Because how many times do we just stop when we hear the first no? And, yeah. you know, that's like the the killjoy of like our dreams and our future. And it's, you know, everything that we're become so passionate about. 
And I love that your mother, you know, just kept, uh, you know, the voice in your head just kept telling you, keep going after whatever lights you up. And, mm-hmm. you know, my mother said the same thing. Don't take no for an answer, because if you believe in it and believe in yourself, yes, is possible. Just keep going. And no, it's just, going. it's just a redirection. Right. And yeah. it just means that like, I kind of just think, okay, no, not yet. And it's yes, just that's the right preparation. Now. And as you just said, you know, you had to go back to doing what you knew at that time because you had a lot of learning and growing still. But yeah, if we thought we yeah. were ready then, look, and for anyone listening, kind of go back to a pivotal moment in your life as well and just say, I'm glad that didn't happen because what I know now, I didn't know then and I wouldn't have made where I'm at, right? So we look at that as, as, as future preparation for who and what we become. Oh my gosh, this is so powerful. So, so, yeah. so powerful. I, I think too, the, the way you explain your story, because today, right in the world of Instagram and tick, I don't do TikTok, but I know people do, but like <laughs> all this stuff, right? And it's like, right? Like being an entrepreneur or starting a business, it's like the sexy new thing that everybody can do. And yes, yeah. anyone can slap CEO on their Instagram profile, but 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 your sto- that's true entrepreneurship. And those are the stories you don't hear because people just talk about like, oh, I started washing my hair with this shampoo and now I'm, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just, exactly. I love these raw stories because that's what people mm-hmm. need to hear because that's what true entrepreneurship is. And yes. it's not this pretty filter on a social media and boom, whatever. This is real raw entrepreneurship and there's no shortcutting it. Like I feel like I'm have this shortcut and I'm going to have this great idea and then I'm going to make it happen tomorrow where it's like, that's never happened that I know of. Never, I've never I, known I, a true entrepreneur that's <laughs> overnight like that. It's this, it's these stories. Like that's the yeah. truth. Like if you want to be successful in a business, this is what you have to go through, you know? And much more and much yeah. more like you see these pictures and they give you a snapshot. Yes, it's true. These the social media pictures have to be true because you get to post them. Right. But like the millions of fires that you had to put out to get <laughs> to that picture is what people need to know. And right. one of my hearts will always say, are you sure you want to start this business? And I never understood. I'm like, what? Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> and like, I'm sure. Are you sure? And I understand it now because you have to be sure, sure. And what it what it means is what I found the question was saying was, do you have a bigger intention? Because if it's just selling jewelry, check me out right now. But my Valencia key means, Valencia means brave. That's my jewelry line. And key symbolizes to unlock. So the intention, the heart, message, and mission is for every time you wear Valencia key jewelry to unlock your bravery, unlock your life unlock your joy, unlock your perseverance. And there are these wearable symbols of that, right? So that's the core of what Valencia Key Jewelry means. So I know I have a mission to serve. So Mm -hmm. when I get flooded with so many challenges, what gets me back up in the morning is that someone needs this. Yeah. Someone needs to know they have a light inside of them. Someone needs to know that if I'm if they're able to put these earrings on, clip this necklace in, these tangible pieces come from the darkest part of life 
and have become the most brightest thing in the world. If you can click that on your neck, then whatever they dream is possible too. That wakes me up. That allows me to put the fires out consistently. So I ask whatever you're doing in life, find a deeper why. And and I know it sounds so cliche, but really get in your heart the why, because the what is easy. Mm-hmm. But the why has to be so rooted. That's one of my the second collection. The why has to be so rooted that when all the winds of hurricanes and tornadoes blow, you can still stand and grow. Mm-hmm. And that's beautiful. And that'll keep you going. Then you got us that'll keep encouraging you. <laughs> I feel like I'm about to go do a lot of shopping. Yes! <laughs> and it's it's so true, right? <laughs> oh my gosh. And it's so true, right? Because we always hear, you know, start with why Simon Sinek and all these, yeah, you know, yeah. so, so many people, right? So we start with yeah. why. But it's so yeah. true because when we keep getting, you know, rejection and no mm-hmm. and being redirected, if mm-hmm. we don't have that why as our North Star, we will get lost amongst the shuffle of what other yes. people are think that we should do instead. And, yes. you know, and so how many, how many of us to come to that and say, oh, well, maybe they're right? Because if it, it, yes. it feels, us with self-doubt instead of self-confidence. And we have to choose, you know, faith over fear and step into that because if that dream is instilled in you, that's for you and you only. And that's so important to pursue that with such passion and purpose because nobody can speak that dream into existence except you. And I love that you had said, speak it to everybody, speak it to everybody. Everybody. Right. Because if we keep it in our head, we're just going to bounce it off off our brain walls like ping pong and what actually happens, right? So we can get in our own heads. And if we're not speaking that to other people, it's just, it's going to fizz out and die because we're not fueling it. So by sharing that message, like you said, you don't know who has those God wings to help carry it out for you. And it's so important to just let it light you up, speak it into existence, carry it out. And that's always your reminder to put out what that creation and that vision and that dream and purpose is for you, for the world to hear as well. Love I it. love it. And I'm still small, right? So it's funny. I hear the beautiful things and all the blessings that God continues to allow me um, to experience. And then but I also need to tell, I am still a small business. It's me and I have an assistant that helps me. We're packing boxes. Like I'm still small. And so it's okay. It's okay to have great experiences and still be on your journey. I never want to be a misconception of, oh, she's made it and great. No, no, no. I am so far from it, but I feel great. Mm-hmm. I feel like my message is radiating. I feel like I'm touching hearts and and I'm going to live as much and as great as I feel so that then the reality of my business will eventually catch up. It's like the nose at QVC. I knew I was going to walk through those doors because God told me it to be true. And so now I am radiating in this confidence, inspiring so many hearts, women, men, children. I love when mothers tell me that they give their daughters Valencia mm. key jewelry. It's probably one of my favorite things yeah. in the world because I'm like, yes, baby, I started right there. And <laughs> I know that if I keep radiating God's purpose, God's going to bring my business in line with the purpose that I'm meeting. So I'm okay. And I want someone to know that too. Keep radiating your purpose. Don't look at the numbers. 
of what your business is saying. Don't look at the numbers of what social media is saying because that'll kill you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that'll, get, that'll discourage you. That'll stop your dream off. Look at what God told you to do in the world and keep doing that. And I promise, I'm confident. I'm not walking in the match yet, but I know God's going to match my business with what I'm giving in the world. I, I feel so good about it. Uh, 100%. I want to hang out with you every day. No, seriously, this is amazing. And, and it's so true, right? Because it's like, you know, we think that success happens overnight. And if we don't have hundreds of thousands of followers mm-hmm. and we haven't made it, if we're not, you know, you're not taking sales, you know, right. sales is discouraging. Like there are sometimes I think my website's broke. Like I'm like, oh, oh, hold on a minute. <laughs> Is this, oh, something's wrong with it. I know, is there, orders are trying to come in, but they can't. No, no one's ordering. (laughs) (laughs) But that's the realness, right? Because there's days you don't have sales. There's days there's a drought and there's days you're just thinking, Oh, something people don't want my my products. That is my website broken. And it's yes. just, just funny, right? Before you hopped on, I said the same thing to Aaron. I was I'm promoting my book and my journal, and it's uh, mm-hmm. you know going to chasingperfectionbook.com. And so I Ooh, have been I like running that. it the whole week. Not a single soul told me that it was a broken link because there was oh. a, there was a disconnect on the tech side. And you know, and it's the same thing. And I'm saying so discouraged. I'm like, people aren't buying it. What's happening? And they yeah. you know, sometimes we get filled in that self doubt, right? All it was yeah. just a quick text tech fix. Maybe and it is so, broken. <laughs> so sometimes no, we wonder. It's not broken. I tried. Look, I wish that was my case. <laughs> I think a good point that you're making that it's kind of like a self um something I discovered about myself recently. And I feel like I just heard it kind of come through your mouth though, back mm. at me. Was I feel yeah. like too like keeping like radiating that purpose and and keeping to that reason why what God put you on this earth to do instead of the flip side where, you know, you start that way. And then, you know, when I first started my first business 15 years ago, I started having high levels of success and it went to my head and it was all ego. And then I forgot like the whole reason why I was doing what I was doing. And I was serving the purpose of being this big, important person. Mm -hmm. And And then when that goes away, then it's who the hell, who am I, you know, that purpose to begin with, because even when there are the the lows and the fail like that happen, then it's not so it still hurts, but it's yes. not, it's just like you know that God's just redirecting you and taking that step that you're still radiating your purpose instead of serving that ego. <laughs> yes. you know, so oh, that's real good. That's exactly it. Like even the highest of the highs, I'm just as grateful and excited for the highest of the highs as I am for the challenging journey to get to these because like you said Aaron at any point when people no longer like you <laughs> when no one ever wants to listen then what you know what i mean and i can't let people accolades determine my purpose i've got to keep giving my purpose but what does validate my purpose is the human heart Mm-hmm. And so when I hear the human heart say, Leah, I put this on as I was going into one of the most challenging moments in my life because I knew that all things are possible. You know, I, I put this on when I was about to go into a board meeting and no one was going to be with me. But I knew if I just radiated in that meeting, people would find my life. That's the that's the love that keeps me flowing because no one can take touching a life from you. 
and mm-hmm. touching a life is my purpose. Mm. Yeah. I have a feeling that you're going to touch a lot of lives. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Without a doubt. And, and it's just, I mean, you know, the very first time I met you, like I said, I mean, you touched my life and I, I, I came back and I told Aaron, I said, I'm sharing your life to me or if, to Aaron. And I'm like, we got to share this with our listeners as well. And just, and it just takes one, right? The power of one. And just knowing when you're standing near your true purpose and your true, true self, that's all it takes because that's what's radiating. That's the light within us that, that shines for everybody to see. And so if we're getting caught up in all those other things, we dim ourselves because we're not standing in our own brightness. Yes, Rachel. Yes. Stand in your own brightness. That is one of my statements I always say, wear Valencia key jewelry, radiating your light so bright, your light Mm -hmm. so bright. Because people think sometimes that when you radiate your light, you dim other people's light. No, true light is infectious. Have you ever turned on a light in the darkness? The whole room lights up, right? So if we can radiate our light so bright, it inspires others to shine and radiate with us. And you don't even know you're doing it. That's the beautiful thing. So if you can't radiate for yourself, some people are self other pleasers, right? Some people are like, if if I have to do something for someone else, I'm going to show up. And so if that's who you are, then radiate for yourself because I promise you, you're radiating for others that you don't even know are watching. And that's a beautiful feeling. So, so, so true. And that's the beauty of, of this podcast. It's the beauty of your work and everything that you do as well. And I mean, with that kind of just, you know, wrapping everything up, it's just like, how can people find your light? How can they find <laughs> out more about you and your jewelry and all the things that you're doing? Because you're you're just, you're on fire. And I'm just... I'm just so happy that you're here and grateful that you get to share this wisdom and and just lesson and blessings with all of us. So how can people, you know, learn more about you? Yes, thank you. I'm honored. I'm blessed. I'm overjoyed. This time is like so wonderful. So thank you. Thank you both. You find me, please connect with me. Go to uh, Valencia Key, www.valenciakey.com. That is my jewelry website, but it's bigger than a jewelry website. It's it's a heart-touching, inspiring, light-filled, love-filled place to go um, to get a piece of jewelry home that I like to call it wearable joy, wearable love, to just have wearable reminders that if I can, you can wearable reminders that stay rooted in your purpose and your why, and it will get you to your light and be rooted in radiating your light. And so I have everything on there. I pray that you'll find something that you love and share it to others. That's ValenciaKey.com. And then I love Instagram. I have two Instagrams following me because you'll get two different experiences. One is at Valencia Key Design. That's where you see all of the beautiful jewelry that I've hand sketched come to life on different humans, which I love. So you'll see gray hair, red hair, blonde hair. I just love someone seeing their cousin and their sister themselves and then being inspired by fun and beautiful words. So people tell me like, Leah, I just go to your site just to smile. Like, so I love that. Like, if you just follow, we connect. I hate the word follow. If we just connect hearts together and it'd be a destination to smile when you need smile, that would be my heart's prayers answered. 
And then if you want to smile in my personal life and follow, what is Leah doing? Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? I like that <laughs> hashtag one. It's at Leah Valencia Key. And that's where you know, uh, or my other, I love saying I'm Dora Explorer because I do love traveling when the world really is. You find out what I'm doing, mm-hmm. who I'm radiating with, what's fun going on. And I just like to have joy. So you will find joyful moments and get another smile vessel. I'm grateful for you both and I'm grateful for everyone listening. And I pray uh, your light has just gotten a little brighter today as you listen to us. It sure has. And I know our listeners as well. So thank you so much for being our guest. And we are honored and humbled to have you. And we are just looking forward to sharing your joy, light, and just everything that you radiate out to the world. So thank you. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the Confident Woman podcast. For more ways to connect with us, check out our Facebook group. It's The Confident Woman on Facebook. There's a ton of amazing ladies in that group that you can connect with as well. My Instagram is at Aaron underscore travels for life. Make sure you go ahead and follow that and follow Rachel as well. What is yours, Rachel? You can follow me on all social medias at I am Rachel Brooks. Awesome. Thanks so much. Look forward to checking you next week.